0: hello and welcome to remember god loves you and i'll meet you at the finish line i hope you guys are having a fantastic day because i know i am because today is a day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it so today we have a part two of this real talk with natan so i'm so excited to talk about this next step of your life and how god have you how have you seen god work in your life and people around you, where you see God working. And so, why, before we start that, I'm going to allow you to open up with prayer. Would you mind if you do that, time? Absolutely. All right.
1: Father, I just pray that you may guide us in your word and in your truth. Send out your light and truth. Let them lead us. Let them bring us to your holy hill, to your indwelling. Uh, to you, God, who who is, you are, our exceeding joy. I pray you may guide us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen so so i don't know uh if you guys heard and listened to the episode before but we talked about how natancy like how he mentioned about something with mbi and now don't get me wrong i i think you and i did mbi it's called nicolay bible institute right yes what so what made you decide to come here
1: i needed a year to grow in my walk with christ and i wanted to be somewhere i could serve and somewhere i could also, just know God better and breathe
0: for a year. And so, tell, like, tell me about it. Like, what people that have never heard of MBI, is it like what kind of a school is it like? Is it a preparatory school? Is it no, like a Christian school? It's a
1: Bible college, but for a one year. It's a okay. one year program.
0: And do you recommend? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh, best decision in my life after following Christ.
0: And so, what did you like about MBI? Like, realistically, like, is it made out of classes or how's it made up, what's uh, the structure of it? Can I you explain on that?
1: The nearness of the teachers. They don't just see you as a student, they see you as their family. They welcome you into their houses. They invite you to watch football, they invite you to have breakfast at their house. They spend time with you. They. They they would like to talk to you and and be there for you. I would say they see each of us more as, it felt like almost as if we were children to them than students. And it's definitely going to be something I'm going to miss as these draws to a close. That and the community. You'll have a support group of Christians who are going to be there for you and a family that you're gonna keep for your entire life. Plus, the most important part, you get to know God better and rest in his character.
0: And did you feel like that after taking this year, of course, did you feel like you got closer to God? And Absolutely. How so?
1: Because before my peace of mind would come from my circumstance, my emotional, my emotional state, my mental state, but now, My peace of mind comes from God's character. It's crazy. The other day I was meditating on this one psalm, and it's actually psalm, it's right before psalm 119. It's actually psalm 12, verses 7 to 8, which is before the previous psalm. It says, he's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. And pretty much the first part of the verse is when you trust in God, bad news don't hit you because you're steadied and resting in God and his character.
0: And so, <clears throat> so during NBI and stuff, people have mentors and stuff. What, what, what do you think the importance of a mentor is? You know, I've always, I've always pushed on, I did an episode, finding a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you were able to listen to the episode. But I wanna hit a home run on this. Why do you think it's important to surround yourself with godly mentors? Well, and- first
1: of all, people, make sure that godly mentors who have walked a long path before you. And you have to know that they love you. So it's just, if it's someone that loves you and has walked with God and does it right, that's a mentor. Mm-hmm. If you can find a mentor in that, go for it. Uh, it's interesting because the they are, I read that Psalm 119. The reason why it was written in accordance to the Hebrew alphabet was because David was not just trying to teach Solomon the Hebrew alphabet in poetry. He was trying to teach him the alphabet of life. And it's crazy because he begins, this is the law of God, this is God's word, walk in it, live it. Mm-hmm. So if you can find someone who can also teach you the alphabet of life, be mentored under them. I would say that's a mentor.
0: And, and so with a mentor and um have you so you kind of because for me and stuff I would think that mentor is kind of would they would you classify them as your friends like yes. your best friends
1: i would say absolutely best friends but also counselors Thank so
0: you. both because <clears throat> i know in my life i i think in my life i had mentors but it seems like they weren't sufficient enough you know they mentored me in like growing up as a man but they didn't mentor me in my faith. Um, For anyone that's trying to look for a mentor, what suggestions would you give them?
1: Make sure that they are, I mean, see their testimony. Mm -hmm. Their life speaks. Do they love God? Do they love their family? Do they live it right? And then that will tell you what type of mentor you'll get. I've been blessed to have mentors who love God and their family
0: amen amen so you know <clears throat> with nb well with nbi and stuff and partaking in it how what is a big what did you learn what's like the top three things you learned that you took to your heart and when you go back to mexico you're going to utilize those three life applications besides I, I remember when we did that top 10 what your person? what you look for in a relationship oh that remember, was- <laughs> remember that
1: oh that's been a long time
0: yeah i remember that and boy i think i read you my list didn't i yeah what did you what did you think before we continue on you um, need some work
1: yeah i definitely wanna invest more in my walk with christ before i even think of anything else
0: yeah and i also yeah. i think i'm oh, sorry
1: right now i don't think I, I just i don't think that's for me no i
0: don't, I don't think know. i don't think the relationship is for me either um so getting back on topic, sorry, I'm trying, you know I'm being goofy, so that's it's why. That's
1: alright, man. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> so getting back to on topic, what is three life applications you have learned through the professors? Uh, just three. I know we. I've learned a whole bunch, but what are the top three?
1: The Bible is not meant just to be read. It's meant to be studied. It's meant to be believed in faith and to live out, okay. act in accordance with it in faith. And the second of it is. Sound doctrine matters. Why is that? It's interesting. In Spanish we say sana doctrina, healthy doctrine, doctrine that heals. You want to live in wholeness spiritually? You want to have a healthy understanding of God and His Word. And it's interesting because we have so many twisted Gospels nowadays that people unconsciously are not living whole lives. You want to live a whole and fulfilling life? Then you want to live in accordance with sound doctrine. Uh, The third would be learn how to live in growth, in changes, abiding in God's character. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're going to be headed home in a couple of days. But God doesn't change. Weekend and resting is character so find your rest in me mm.
0: so i know that so as you you know you work retreats you know as part of the program how did you see christ working throughout the school year compared to the summer because i know there's a big lane, like there's yeah. a huge schedule what did you do during, What did you do during the high school? Like not during high school, during that school year. What did you do? Like, did you switch uh, around?
1: Well, I began. I began. One of my first couple of weeks was canteen. Okay. Then I switched over to the zip line, and that's pretty much where I've been the rest of the year.
0: During the retreats, I during the retreats. How's that different from uh working?
1: Retreats are much calmer. No, no you're good. Okay. Um. Yeah, that definitely is a slower pace, but the summer's fun.
0: And we're gonna to get to the summer yeah. uh, in uh, a couple seconds or a couple of minutes or so. Well, pretty soon. You know, I <clears throat> my favorite retreats would have to be um, family retreats. Yes. Why would you? Because you know, I would actually call that prayer cafe and couples retreats. I would call that prayer cafe. I think I told you that. I couple. remember seeing you there. Yeah.
1: We yeah. pray with your families. And that was very kind of you to do.
0: Were you? Did you have those moments while doing zipline, or did you have? How did you? Well, it's very different. How did you interact with people at zipline? I
1: think the first thing that blessed me when I got here was it looked. It showed me what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I saw men leading their families in the word of God, and I saw them doing that faithfully. I saw men who loved their wives, their kids, and coming to camp here and being with them. It challenged me to think of the type of of man I, I hope to to grow into I I know the world offers a lot of success and riches but what's it worth if you raise a family that's away from God and that's broken you know I was in the family retreats just talking to the talking to the to the, to the dads there's been some unfair conversations, seeing how God has used them, has used them in their marriage and their families to leave. And definitely that was a big part of uh, just what, did, what blessed me a lot during those retreats. Just the conversations I would have with the, uh, I mean, with the leaders of the families that impacted me and I think it got me in the right direction to think of. Man, this is life. Life is living before God, walking faithfully, and leading those around you in that direction.
0: Mm-hmm. And how cool is that? And <clears throat> I know that we are in high school season, uh, switching over to summer. You know, <clears throat> I feel like that's, for me. Uh, I don't really get time to interact with kids during the summer, um, because as you can see, I was I was in kitchen and I was in dish crew. But on the other hand, I was able to lead. If I was on Dish Crew, as Dish Crew lead. I was able to lead other people, like a crew. How have you seen, what was your favorite part about summer? And like, is there a particular like high school camp that you were able to take time? And you're like, okay. Because it stresses you out. Am I not right? Am I correct that you get so stressed that you like you want to get done as quick?
1: definitely, if you don't have the right perspective, you can find... Ways to get stressed with little things. Yeah. But as long as you remember that you're doing it for God and to love others, it doesn't remove the stress, but it helps you
0: handle it well. Is there a particular time in your a particular time in the summer when you said, okay, because you guys do midnight zip, right? And you guys do zip line during high school camps? Right? During high school camps. Um, is there a particular time when you are like, okay, we got everything done, and then something comes up? Yep.
1: Yeah, actually, that just happened today. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do, fix something with the climbing wall. It was just an accident. It was nobody's fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we were hungry. But again, I thought, what greater blessing could there be for me than being with them there at the moment? I mean, exactly one week from today, I'll be back home. So I was glad I was there with them.
0: And they just handle it. Yeah, so during so during the NBI and not NBI, uh, during the summer and stuff, what does a, what does your normal schedule look like?
1: You work from nine to five and have lunch, but you do it for God and you show who Jesus is through the zip line.
0: How do you show that? Like for instance, if I were a camper, or if I were a camper, for instance, and I would come up to you and I'm there for a zip line, how am I going to hear God? Well, actually, besides safety tips,
1: I have to give credit to Jeremy, one of our classmates. He is the one that actually gave us all the right vision for it. And I don't think that we would have that vision without him. God used him. And it's crazy. He didn't even have to talk. He just wrote it on the board. Our mission is to help others overcome their fears by pointing them to God. And we Jeremy actually was the one who shared that story. That one time a kid came, he was terrified of going down the zip line. After a couple of thoughts and times of walking around, he went through one of the middle towers and then did the whole thing. Wow. And that act of trusting God actually helped him, trusting God for his salvation later on at the chapel. So yeah. I never thought you could show who Jesus is through the zip line. I knew we were there to love people, but I never thought how that could directly affect a person's decision to follow Christ and it day, and that was incredible.
0: That's awesome. Um, you know, <clears throat> what do you? So, what do you tell people that ask you? Well, have you had anyone come up to you and ask, "Do you think my son and daughter should attend here?"
1: Like do the camp,
0: or uh, we- camp, or even MBI?
1: Yes, I would say wholeheartedly, your your kids are going to be in good hands. Go for it. It yeah. could not be in better hands.
0: And as we conclude to the twenty mark, um, what is your plans after this week? Like, well, I shouldn't say. So the your time is nearing, um, and what are your plans moving on?
1: When i gonna go to college to study. Study architecture, but I wanted to be focused towards missionary work.
0: So, missionary I, I architecture. I don't
1: think I'm personally called to be a missionary, but I want to be a mobilizer. And uh, I just know there's a need in orphanages in all of Latin America to be built. Mm-hmm. And I want to use architecture for that. Yeah. I don't want my career for my own wealth or mm-hmm. gain. It's, that just stays here in the past. But if we can invest in souls that you know, build orphanage for kids, souls. That that lasts through eternity.
0: Mm-hmm. And even in, uh, um, and so and then, are you going to go back? To, are you going to go into church ministry while going to oh, college, George? Well,
1: I, I pray that there are opportunities that arise. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just you know I can plan myself back at my church after being gone for a year, what the needs are, and with the surrounding communities that I know of. And of course, I mean, with my career, I still have to find a way to make a living out of that because the work still functions in an economy. Right? Mm-hmm. But I want to use it. I want to be focused in service to God. And I just want to show who Jesus is where I am in my college.
0: That's cool. Is a college a big college or is it like a small college?
1: I would say it's big. It's definitely not small.
0: Is it a Christian college? No. No. Ah. Oh. I know. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? Uh, how are you going to witness to people? I
1: guess it's just living differently. I'm not doing the same things. I mean, it doesn't mean we don't do the same things. Like, if they wear shorts, I'm not going to wear
0: pants. <laughs> yeah.
1: It means I'm going to honor God, and I'm not going to do something that would dishonor God.
0: So, you know, as we have, you know, this actually ties in perfectly. Um, because we have a lot of kids going back to school, back to college. Yeah. And even attending NBI, but uh, parting from NBI. Um, <clears throat> for anyone that's attending college, what's your tip? Because they might they might be attending a public university. I would say. What's your tip on that? Or even the military, for surround instance. Surround
1: yourself. For the, for the next season you're going through, you're going into an environment that it's very unlikely to find Christians, and surround yourself with Christians. Doesn't matter how hard it is, you need that Godly community. And I would even share this to anybody that's listening ask for prayer, mm. if you're listening, I'm just being transparent. Uh, I'm still a simple human being who needs a loving, holy and faithful God. So if you could just take a moment to pray for me that I may not be conformed to the pattern of this world and be go back to the slavery of popularity and peer pressure and the fear of man you can just take a moment and pray that I may walk and live a holy life before God and before others mm. in college, pointing them to Christ and showing Christ's character in me and Christ. In me. I would appreciate that. And if you're listening, ask prayer. Stick to Godly mentors. Abide in God's word. That's what sustains
0: you. And as we conclude, would you want to close us in prayer?
1: I would say... I would love to. I would just. I to I, I, I would love. to hear from you. How are you feeling as this season draws to close?
0: You know, I have to say it's been a very, very great time. Um, I think just being able to ch- see people's hearts changes, changing, uh, and how you can you can see that the Lord is working, um, and that it's gonna be a bitter but sweet ending. I'm going to be here for another week. Mm. Uh, but, you know, one of my things, and hopefully I can attend Oak Hill Seminary School.
1: Be, that awesome.
0: That'd be a blessing. Be
1: um,
0: and so, my goal, and, you know, one of the things that drew me close is, you know, how, you know, this this podcast would never, I would have never started this podcast if it wasn't without the MBI. Mm. Um, because, and how, you know, what people do and how your time like for instance i used to be on facebook um, i used to do facebook live podcasts but i didn't know that god had a different plan for me to reach out to the whole entire world and that's a that's the door that god opened up and i don't think i would have ever had that opportunity if i didn't start mbi because the podcast that i did prior to mbf was it's selfish mm-hmm. tell you the truth i'm being transparent with you it was very it was about me 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 and saying, "How what rhetoric can I say to get attention?" But attending here changed my heart, mm-hmm. and it, it was just very interesting to see that, and interesting for me to grow as we really dabbed into the books of the Bibles, mm-hmm. all the chapters. That's what I think, and it was that's why I personally think, and that's why I'm so blessed to be able to start this ministry called "Remember God Loves You," and i am at the finish line, and kind of grafting it to like kind of to make it more holy and make it more obedient yeah. to, unto God. Yep.
1: I think even now, I think God's working in this conversation. Absolutely. Because I'll be honest, and this is again transparent. That's why I say it's real talk.
0: Yeah, it is real talk. I mean,
1: real talk's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. I I have been struggling with discouragement lately. Uh, just the thought of saying goodbye. And for me, it's very hard to say goodbye for me. Uh, I love it this place so much. I love my family in Christ here so much. And just over that and news and knowing that it's starting to close, I was feeling very sad these last couple days. And I, I'm going to share something that I haven't shared with a lot of people, but yesterday I was over by Roman's Road. It's over by the lake. And I was walking out just saying, God, I feel pressed down. I feel sunken in my soul, but I know you're listening. And I went through it. I will still praise you, Lord, even though I don't feel like it, even though I feel a little sad over this. Then not necessarily depressed, but definitely I felt pressed down in my soul. And I went to Psalm 34, which says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. But it's crazy how God knew what to show me, because, and I'm not sounding mystical about it, because I believe you don't need experiences to trust in God's character, you need God's word, mm-hmm. but however God can use and influence certain things to lead you to a correct understanding of his word, as long as it's his word that's the central authority mm-hmm. and sound doctrine that always influences everything. Yeah. As I was reading Psalm 34, God just knew I needed needed to hear a specific part of his scripture. So there came this dust of wind. Literally flipped the Bible. Exactly to Psalm 43, verse 4. God, my exceeding joy. Wow. And, I mean, again, I'm not sounding mystical about it because it actually happened. I just left my Bible holding it there. There was no wind for like the rest of the time I was there. It was just that small gust of wind flipped exactly to that verse. And why? God is my exceeding joy. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love you guys and it's hard for me to say goodbye, God is my joy. Yep. And not you guys, as much as I love you guys, Mm -hmm. the one I need is God, not you guys. I want you guys, but I don't need you guys. I still want you guys and I'll stay in contact. And I pray, and I know God is also your joy for all of you guys at MBI. And I actually wrote this down that now I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing a joy greater than the sorrow of saying goodbye. Because I know, and I'm thinking about this in third person, my friends in MBI, they're gonna abide in God's purposes. So I'll be joyful in that. Happy that the plans that God has for them will be carried forward. Joyful in knowing that the purposes for which God created them will be fulfilled. Happy knowing that they will abide in Christ, who is a better friend than I could ever be. Joyful that they will take with them the best thing they have, which is also what they can never lose and share always with others, Mm. our relationship with Jesus. I'm joyful knowing Christ is in them and they in Christ, and they will reveal who he is in, in and through them, wherever they're going next. Wow. So... And again, just think about the title of this podcast. you got to remember that God loves me. When I fail, God loves me. When I succeed, God loves me. Mm-hmm. My, his, my relationship with him is not based by a performance. It's initiated by his love. Yep. He still loves me. And it was crazy because you go to Romans. Romans is such a beautiful chapter. It's just a beautiful book of the Bible. But I was thinking of Romans chapter 8. And specifically the later verse, because I was sometimes I try to beat up myself a little bit. I'd say, "Nathan, you failure, you dummy, what are you doing with yourself?" And you go and you go to to, to Romans eight, and I'm trying to remember the exact same verse. Pretty much one of, in one of those verses, it says, "Why do you bring a charge to yourself if God is the one who justifies?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like God is the one who has completely the right to bring a charge against us. And he chooses not to, he chooses to justify us, not to let us be defined by our failures or our successes. And that's just, that is just so profound. So profound. And if anybody can just grasp that truth and let that transform them, that will be life-changing.
0: Yes, amen, amen. And would you want to close us off with prayer? Absolutely. All right.
1: Father, let us be renewed and comforted by your love. Let us allow us to remember that always. Abide in that. And draw us forward until we reach that finish line, which is our graduation from this life to life in heaven forever. And praise. We praise you and we honor you, we worship you. Lord,
0: in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, Natan, I want to say thank you so much for allowing us to just have the real talk.
1: Real talk, that's where it's at. Yes. us awesome.
0: Absolutely, and uh, may God bless you. And remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. And have a blessed day.